Hello, so here is the situation. It is currently 3.59 a.m. and I have to be awake in three hours and I'm editing the podcast so that I could get it out because this episode is very good. I really enjoyed it. I realised, however, that my intro I recorded for it originally was not the best audio quality, hence why I am speaking right now. But if you're new to the podcast, welcome. This is Only Just Conversations, a podcast where we have authentic and sometimes uncomfortable conversations. I really hope you enjoy. I am going to go to sleep, so good night for me. It could be morning for you, but good, you know, you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. Even though we just talking, tune in, turn up and listen. Ah uh, yeah, ah uh, yeah, ah uh, yeah. These are only just conversations. Yeah, yeah. These are only just conversations. Today, I'm joined with Declan, who owns Pendulum Physio. I really want to show all kinds of people and all types of journeys. Um, Declan is one of my favorite people. I actually went to him for physio and then started talking to him about social media and we've since become good friends. We just recorded for his podcast. It's currently 10 p.m. on a Tuesday night, so that doesn't show dedication. I don't know what does. Um, Declan, thank you for coming on the podcast. Pleasure, hello. Do you want to give a little bit more of an intro? I feel like I just said you're a physiotherapist, but. Yeah, so look, my, my name's Declan Judge. I am a physio. Um, I started my own company and clinic about three years ago called Pendulum Physio. Mm-hmm. And I am absolutely loving life recently. Like kind of really loving the, the journey of trying to learn a little bit more about business and trying to learn okay. a little bit more about communication and connection and feeling like, a you, know, you get to a level and, and the whole physio thing is going pretty well but then you're like well I want to get my message out there so, mm-hmm. so then you have to learn other things yeah okay. so that's that's been that's been what I've been working on for the last sort of really hard for the last sort of year or so mm-hmm. Um. so yeah that's who I am amazing I also want to forgot to say quick disclaimer we spent I actually don't know how long trying to figure out mic situation for this podcast. We're recording in person. Usually they're over Zoom, my podcast, but in person, we had two different mics. Nothing would really connect, so now we're sharing one. So how this turns out, I don't know, but um, it looks pretty good right now. So hopefully it sounds good too. Um, so, I think it's going to sound great, Lucy. I mean, yeah. when you put two awesome voices in front of a mic, I mean, exactly. you know. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So yeah, we met because I needed physio because I had a sore back uh-huh. and then started talking naturally as I do about yeah. building your brand, building your business. Um, and since I think I met you, it was before the first Only Just Media Summit. Yeah. And I think maybe oh, it was before I went to New York. So it was probably April of 2018. Mm-hmm. And since then, I feel like you've done a tremendous job at building your brand. Mm-hmm. As I said, you've started a podcast where you're interviewing amazing people. Um, spreading your knowledge, reaching new people. Mm. Um, so talk to me a bit about that journey. You are specifically responsible for a large <laughs> amount of that journey. People like me rely on people like you to show us the way, mm-hmm. right? I can talk all day about physio stuff. I can bore the pants off people in terms of just all the sciencey physio type stuff. But I... I was doing I was doing a, a really really big online conference last week, which is a big physio conference that was organised. It, it was separated into different rooms, mm-hmm. and I spent the whole day in the business room because yeah. this is the period of my life that I'm in. I want to focus on the business elements. Yeah. And, and the really interesting thing in that business room was that most of the people in that room doing the talks were not physios, and they came back with this theme again and again was that 
you meet physios who are the experts, the apex clinicians in the field of physical medicine. Mm -hmm. Your GP won't know as much as the physio, the other pseudo professions won't know as much as the physio, but you guys are shit at delivering your message. Mm -hmm. Shit. Yeah. You build websites and you're crap at it. Mm -hmm. You do social media and it sucks. And I'm like, right, okay, that's a better pill to swallow. Yeah. Um, but then I took real confidence from it last week because see when you say that you and I met before the first only just media or only just yeah only just media conference I didn't still didn't have the insight as to what you were talking about you were telling me about this conference thing I was like oh yeah that sounds interesting I didn't really think about it that much Mm -hmm. it took me a while to really realize and see and understand and follow your social media more and see what you were doing until I started to realize that the messages you're telling me were true and valid Mm -hmm. and that Every business is going to rely on social media to be what newspapers and magazines used to be. Yeah, and then what I think what I had said to you, you actually reminded me of this today, was that I said to you, like, like your customers who you want to reach, they're looking at their phones right now. Mm-hmm. They're on social media right now. So And they're better with me than some them. jackass. Yeah. So how do I make that happen? Yeah. Uh, ethical selling. Mm-hmm. So I've put that as a cornerstone of what I want to do in my brand, mm-hmm. ethical selling. I bring my staff and I tell them, look, I don't want you to be delivering low quality shit treatments, putting your hand into people's wallet. I want you to be super effective. It's the marry me concept. Yeah. Which I talked to you about earlier. Yeah. Which is, if you wanted to ask someone to marry you, you wouldn't ask them on the first date because they'll probably run for the hills. The The girl will make an excuse. She'll be like, oh, I just want to go top up my makeup, but she'll grab her handbag and her coat and jump out the bathroom window in the restaurant. Um, but that's the same. If you were to instantly go on social media and every single post is, buy or come to use my services like instantly people are going to be like oh Hmm. no but if you build your brand you'll be in demand same as if you take someone on 20 30 dates you're with them for a year like you're spending loads of time with them show your value (laughs) show them show them why you'd make a good husband or wife then they might consider marrying you which is the same as like you have to show your value to the client before you for the before they become a client. So is business social media is it commercial courting? Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Woo your clients. Pretty Write much. that down in your journal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's I, I mean I try to pitch it to people all the time and I think um people connect with people and I think you've built an amazing personal brand and you're still building that personal brand where you show general life of running a business and you know, making coffee or the snacks that you have. Like I remember mm. seeing posts before of like the snack drawer or something of like with a plate of snacks that um you'd put out and then just how you're obsessed with plants and the amount of plants that you have in your office (laughs) i love so like all those little things so people connect with you know what i mean like if if there could be a real big plant fanatic out there that follows you on instagram and Mm. they're like there's two physios one talks about plants one doesn't talk about plants but they're going to go with the one that talks about plants because they love well plants. here's hoping lucy that's you know really I mean. yeah yeah i'm leaning heavy into the plant thing right now <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's about every topic do you yeah know I mean? of course i would rather go with the person that's personable than the person that's just like i can fix your body mm. i want to go with the person that can fix my body but can also make an amazing cup of coffee mm. or has a really welcoming office and i won't know those things unless you show me them mm-hmm. you know I'm, you have to spoon feed people a lot of the time. Yeah, and and uh, look, as I was not a social media user, never mind yeah. creator or provider. 
and I piggyback on your knowledge and I piggyback on your skill to figure out how to how to sort of navigate this weird little world that you mm -hmm. step into. Um, but I still wanted it to fit in with my cornerstone message was authenticity and directness and being legitimate and, and, and sort of no bullshit. I really wanted a no bullshit approach. Yeah. So when you, it, it felt really, really good when you sort of said like, those are important things, like the snacks, the plants, the little things, like the, the trip to the dry cleaners. Yeah. When you explained to me that those were important parts of bringing, I thought that was boring shit. Yeah. And when you explained to me that that was an important insight to bring into the brand, I was really, really happy because I get so bored when I scroll as a user yeah. and I just see see these perfect Instagram feeds yeah. that are column, column, column. I was like, I click out of it straight away. I don't yeah. want to see it or read it. And when I go into my, my own, it's this mishmash. And I'm yeah. glad to know that it's not totally unprofessional. That's no. it, it, it'll, it'll interest somebody somewhere. Yeah. Um, so I guess it's just finding, finding something that you're happy with and comfortable with, you can be proud of, but that isn't always overproduced and overfabricated and overdelivered. Yeah. Um, I think it was nice to know that it's okay to do that and to find your own kind of style. Well, I think I bring it back to people connect with people. Um, the reason I love this podcast so much is it allows me to have really authentic and uncomfortable conversations. I talk about things that I would talk about with my best friend, for example. And I think by opening yourself up on social media and being an authentic person people will naturally connect with you and mm. want to use your business now opening up and showing those things like the snacks and the coffee or the plants whatever that just shows elements of your personality <coughs> it builds personality for the brand mm. and people will connect with that and then use you and the most professional part about you is the service that you provide mm -hmm. you know doing those things i think it doesn't take away from the professionalism of the services you provide the mm -hmm. physio that you provide it adds to it mm. and it helps people connect with you more and then become clients and, and talk about how great a service you provide and also how great a person that you are. Mm. So I think the match of those is a, is a match made in heaven. Um, I did talk about this earlier as well with you. Is like once something gathers attention or gathers clout, shall we say, like a product, people often don't actually care what the product is like as long as every, if everyone else is using it they want to use it mm. you know what I mean um, and you are lucky because not lucky but you're great because you have both you have you're building the clout and the credibility um, but your product is also amazing so whenever people they go to you because other people recommend you but then then they talk about you because you know the product was good does this make sense it does make sense what do you think though about that idea that's out there that you have to be brave enough to to be disliked as well. Like I, I, I yeah. find I find it really hard to start putting myself in front of the camera. Like I I started off with a very anonymous brand. Yeah. And it was like, well I want to build a team, so I'm not gonna make it about me. Yeah. But then it's my fucking business, it's my clinic. Mm -hmm. I started it, I did all the work. So why yeah. why shouldn't I be in it, I guess? For me it's people are going to build an opinion of you, yeah, yeah. whether they know you or they don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I would rather be myself and show myself yeah. and have them hate me than to hide and be like, oh, I'm too afraid of what person that person's gonna think of me. It's a bit scary to get started on that stuff. Absolutely. I mean, I, I was talking to you earlier, I still get jitters. Like I uploaded <laughs> a podcast with my friend Adrian where I shared more than I've ever shared in my life. And I was very nervous to upload that. I, but it was, I, I rev, reveled in that feeling of like, right, I'm doing something that takes me out of my comfort zone, but I'm I'm excited about it almost. Yeah. But equally as nervous of like how are people people going to react to this? Good ownership. 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think that was very brave. You're scaring the bejesus out of me now because you've said twice really? that you, that these are going to be uncomfortable conversations. Well, and we started off and I was like, this is very comfortable. This is fine. Yeah. So are we going to take like a dark turn? What have you got written well, down over okay. there? We're just keep going on with. Um, <laughs> so you use social media quite, quite actively. Um, really simple, quick fire question. Yeah. Best platform and why? Gut reaction is to say Instagram. Yeah. And I think I want to do my social media thing. I, I want to provide blah, 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 blah. But I think I have much more genuine interactions on Instagram than I do on other platforms. I yeah. think I think I have little chit chats with yeah. people and it, they don't necessarily want physio appointments and I don't want anything from them. But it is nice just to say hello. Building connections. Yeah, like it just just meaningless little chats, but... They always mean something. I think I, I think... In some way. I have a problem with, with, you see that addiction to just scrolling when you're not, you're, see you're scrolling and it's not purposeful. Mm -hmm. For me, I get no joy from that. Yeah. At least when I post on Instagram or I go on Instagram and I have a look around, I feel like I've taken something from it. Yeah. I feel like I might have learned something or spoken to somebody. I, I don't like the idea of those people or those accounts that are, and they're, they're just watching from behind a bush. Mm -hmm. They're just sitting, hiding behind You're a little bush. You're going to get that on any platform. Of course yeah. you are. And I, I'm happy for them to do that if that's their thing. But I don't want that to be me. I don't want to just sit and yes. check out what everybody's fucking up to and then just be a little spy. Yeah. I actually want to use this powerful platform to to maybe look at, look at how many relationships I have positively built just by reaching out in good yes, faith. I absolutely. have started to meet people in person, build business relationships, mm -hmm. build, I am I'm developing really, really good, fruitful business relationships with several different people right now that were just like these random little like connections on, on social media, particularly on Instagram, yeah. where it, you didn't intend for it to grow into anything, you just saying hello yeah. and, and, and it becomes something all by itself. Mm -hmm. So I think Instagram is probably the one that I have enjoyed most over the mm -hmm. last couple of years and it, it wasn't something that I was even on as a user three years ago yeah people would say well are you on Instagram I'd be like no thanks I'm not female I'm 15 yeah uh, I was very dismissive that's the way people feel about TikTok now yeah you keep telling me that so I went on TikTok yeah and it's a weird world it's really weird I think the thing is though the more you consume the more you'll understand about the platform yeah. and then you'll start to figure out how you fit into that platform there's a lot of layers there in there TikTok there's a lot of layers on it rabbit holes like there's dentists that have 3 million followers mm -hmm. I was talking with um, Suzanne who's a podiatrist who's a client that I work with yeah um, you met with her a couple of days ago yeah but I was she's like, terrific there's a podiatrist on there that has like 80,000 followers mm -hmm. so it just shows like every type of person is on TikTok mm -hmm. and there's an audience there for you mm -hmm. you just have to understand the platform it's not just teenagers like teenies that are dancing in crop tops you know that's there just, are a lot of certain that. trends though <laughs> absolutely but if you understand those trends, there's ways to make that work for your business. I have a really great idea. For, well, well, I think it's a great idea. All my all my ideas seem great to me. Love it. Um, but <laughs> I have an idea for a TikTok video. I'll maybe talk about it later. Um, but um, yeah, they'll talk about it now. Fuck it, right? Yeah, go so for it. Um, I wanted to do like you know like so Facebook videos of like chiropractors doing cracking necks cracking and necks. back. It's yeah. such bullshit, right? Yeah. So cracking backs isn't shit. All right. Yeah. So all these claims that it improves your health or it can cure you of COVID-19 and the flu, it's all bullshit. Mm -hmm. It is the same as cracking your knuckles. It can feel really good in your back, but it doesn't mean shit. Yeah. So it's 
for me, that's that unethical selling. It's taking something that feels good, but attaching a load of bullshit value to it that doesn't really exist. Yeah. So the thing is, they make really interesting videos and these these people, these quacks are really good at social media sometimes. And they, they, they get the mics right up beside people's spines and they get Same the camera and they, go, and they edit it all together. And sometimes they don't even make it real videos. It's just all fabricated and, and it's like fabricated fake patients and a fabricated theme and a script and the whole lot. There's a lot yeah. of that going on and they pay people to, 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 yeah, yeah. To, to, to put it out there, like Lad Bible and stuff like that. Yeah. But I had this. I had. I want to do this video. You can help me with it. We can do it together, right? Okay. And it's. Um, I'd be on camera showing. I'm gonna. I'm gonna show you some cracks. I would crack like my neck. I would crack like my shoulder, and then I crack stuff that doesn't really crack, like my knee. Do you know? <laughs> and then the camera would tilt round, and it's just you eating a bag of Doritos. <laughs> Love that. Love that. So I want to. For me, like cracking pasta. Or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Spaghetti yeah. in your hand, like it's just you the whole time, and it's. <laughs> so yeah. I. Yeah, what have you got? 60 seconds to do a TikTok? You can do 15 or 16. I think we'll do like a 30, yeah, like 26 second TikTok, which is just like, Brilliant. yeah, it's, it turns out to be pasta. Love that. All right. So Love that. let's That'll do that. Work. Let's do that. Um, you should also do something funny. Have you seen the Vogue challenge on TikTok? Um, n no. Is is this like Vogue cover? Yeah, is this the covers of the magazine? Yeah. So people are doing this thing where they try take, like, as if they were on the cover of Vogue, because Vogue usually has really like obscure covers. So I was like, right, what can we do in, in your office right now that's like a Vogue cover? Like you could literally have like half of the skeleton's hand like touching your face and then all I of like a sudden. That. Or like behind the plant, like poking your head up from behind a plant. We do the little finger of his hand in my mouth. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and that could be your Vogue cover where there's like all these different like photos of you as a Vogue magazine. And that's, that's, that's your TikTok trend. Do you know what I mean? Like there's ways to tap into every challenge on TikTok that could end up making your business go viral. I will have to get Louise on board and helping me with a couple of these over the next yeah. few weeks. Um, Love it. I've treated a load of TikTok injuries. Really? Yeah, particularly oh. during lockdown. That's really interesting to know. Actually, so I'm, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do an Instagram. That's not, a good video. Maybe not a live. Maybe maybe a live. But yeah. I'm, I'm gonna do an Instagram video or an IGTV or something about this over the next couple of days. But like um, several people getting in contact with me over lockdown who needed like video assessment because they were doing TikTok trends. And look at how many people in the 30s and 40s suddenly discovered TikTok because their kids oh are on God. it. Yes. And now everybody's spending time with their kids. And it's mm -hmm. like, what? what's this fucking dance you're doing every day? Um, did you see that Irish family from Cork or Kerry that went viral with yes. their big dance? So this is what families did in lockdown. Yeah, that one, yeah. Everybody, did you see the hanging like a bat challenge? I'm not sure. You you sort of do a handstand against a door yes. and then you get your feet up on top of the door and you hang. Yeah. Do you know how many nearly broken necks and shoulders that I have looked after <laughs> and actual broken wrists from people who have fallen off doors? Crazy. Well, the number is four. So four people. Yeah, four people. But, but that's, that's still that's a lot of a people. That's a lot more than should have happened. Yeah. So, so TikTok, TikTok injuries, is, real TikTok thing. TikTok is helping your business already. Because people are, <laughs> it's fucking people, people up. Are, people are breaking themselves from challenges. Yeah. Right, well that's good to know. So if you haven't gone to the gym in 25 years and you suddenly think that you're going to hang upside down from your toes in a door, eh, maybe just think it out a couple more times. Yeah. No, go for it. Go. You'll be fine. What's the worst can happen? <laughs> I think that's a bad way to get business, telling people to go into themselves so that then you, you can look after you see, them. People will always injure themselves. I know. I can keep doing the best job in the world and send people out the door after three or four sessions instead of the 20 that the quacks down the road will do. Yeah. Because they're just going to go on the trampoline and hurt themselves next year anyway. Yeah. So I'm still trying to figure out how I injure myself. 
I first of all, lack, come to death. Lack of sleep. Okay. Uh, excess of stress. Wait, wait. High heels. Okay, stop with the. We don't need a list. Um, <laughs> I have. I originally had like a horrific back, and now it's like my hips. I feel like I'll need a hip replacement in like a couple of years. No, you'll be okay. You think so? Mm-hmm. You've told me before. You might. And the new hips can last 30, 40 years, so that's really good news. So how many years do you reckon you I'll have? You get a nice have? ceramic one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many years do you reckon I'll have of my hips then? No, your hips are going through a really good spell. And I think yeah. that's going to continue if you keep your consistency on, on that, that self-love, that uh, that yeah. routine. Okay. That's good to know. Okay. So now we're going to get into the uncomfortable question. That wasn't the uncomfortable question. So you, no. For real? No. So I have this game. It's a board game. Not board game. A card game called We're Not Really Strangers. And it focuses, um, the tagline of it is Come Curiously Connected. So I have written down a couple of the questions from it because I left the card game at home, but then I had some of them. So um, these are just random questions, Mm -hmm. okay? You answer it about me and then I'll answer it about you. Oh. Okay? So what about me is the hardest for you to understand? That's a fucking really hard question. Isn't it? Mmm... You can hear the clock in the background ticking. Yeah, like that's the, that's the fucking gears in my head wondering. I've do you want me to do one for you? The hardest thing for me to understand is how easy it is for you to understand science and the human body and just your brain, how it works. Because I could never do, like I hated science in school, biology was just, I think I got a C in GCSE at biology. Mm. And I think I was very grateful to get that C because I hated it. I remember I we used to do these like weekly tests in biology class and um, it was like a weekly random test and I hated those tests. My friend, I, not my friend, but a girl I was sitting beside, <laughs> would always, you would have to swap tests with the person beside you and mark them and we would always change each other's answers so that we could then pass it and we wouldn't have to go to detention to repeat the test. And I remember there was one time that I just was nowhere near passing it and I went into de- detention which was not detention. The guy, like the teacher, left us in the room at lunch and was like, complete the test. I have a bag right beside me. So he left the room and I just took out my book and copied all the answers onto this test. And I remember him walking in and me just slowly sliding the book right into my bag. And that was the only time I've ever cheated on a test in my life. So um, that, that, I just don't know. And you got ahead. Like it worked. Cheating works. Well, <laughs> I couldn't really cheat and in there was my no GCSE. consequences, so it was like yeah. totally like got away with that. Well, I got away with that. That was the only time I did it, but um, that was for biology class in my GCSE year. But then, whenever I, you know, doing the actual GCSE exam, I had to study for that, and I remember being very hard to understand mm. and get into my brain. Mm. Um, and I did, obviously didn't cheat in the GCSE exam. This was just a random weekly test mm. that we did every, yeah, just every week. And I don't, I think it was on the cells and mitochondria and all this. I don't even know these words. We but. do have very different brains. And yeah. that's something I like is that we can be friends and be completely different, but that doesn't matter. Yeah. And that makes me now go, what baffles me most about you? Was that the question? Was it? What yeah. Was it? What, what about me is the hardest for you to the understand? The hardest thing for me to understand about you is how you can be two completely different people at once, which is... You that can sounds be, really bad. It does it. Toothiest? I'll explain more. Okay, no. come, keep, come, um, keep going. How can you be so talented, so comfortable on camera, oh, so geez. good at producing, and also be so vulnerable and so self-doubting and still nervous when you when you go on to do like a an Instagram story? Like, how can you be both of those things? That I don't is... think I have self-doubt. Okay. I mean, occasionally, I'll go through a spell of it 
but it's usually when I'm not listening to myself okay. or I'm not, you know, studying, for example, like reading or, or consuming. Yeah. Um, I'll go through a spell of being like, oh, am I really good enough for this? But if I'm reading a bunch of books mm-hmm. and I'm learning new things, I know I'm good because I can bring new things to the table. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll go through a spell of self-doubt through that. I think for me, it's self-awareness of understanding who I am, like why I do the things that I do, why I don't like certain things, why I like certain things, how my brain works. Mm. I can't remember what question you asked me. Something. Um, I did not. I, oh, I, you were just I, yeah. Yeah, I forgot you were just yeah. making a statement. Sorry. But but it is. It's like it's it's good to know about you because like it's the, it's this impression when you look at the branding, the only just only just media stuff. And I know there's a projection there. Mm-hmm. But like, your speakers at your event talked about like imposter syndrome. It's good to know yeah. about other people because you see this glorious, shiny, confident speech on the polished video in the background. That's really really good to know that. You know, you're at home getting nervous and doing cuts and outtakes yeah. and going, you know, and just being Absolutely. just having flaws. I like I like that, but I guess I didn't see you that way mm-hmm. when it was all looking at your only just media feeds. Mm. Um, so it's nice to get to know you more and to know that these are these little humanities. So these little yeah. these little bits just making normal. I think there's two things, right? People focus on be, like perfectionism mm. and professionalism. Right, so the other one, they're too afraid of speaking or saying something because it doesn't seem professional. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is perfectionist. They want everything to look a certain way. I'm still getting over the perfectionist one, but I don't care one bit about the professionalism. Like I am, I have no reason to try be anything other than myself, right? But I still like, I love aesthetics, mm-hmm. and I have such an appreciation for a good piece of content that I'm still trying to not craft my posts so much mm-hmm. um, and I think for me I think of it it's like if someone was to click on my Instagram feed I want them to instantly get a good impression and be like oh I, I should follow this person mm. and I'm still trying to get over that and make my message stand out more than how the post looks okay yeah does that make sense yeah so I talk very openly in my Instagram stories like in my podcast for example in my actual description of the posts I'm always very authentic and honest the photos I'm still getting over them not looking gorgeous. Do you know what I mean? Or the the videos looking really well edited. You're technically a photographer though, like. I know, but do you know what I mean though? So. That kind of perfectionism probably suits the platform really well though. Yeah, it's true, it's true. I'm still working on it. Um, (laughs) I do love it though, that's the thing. I just love it so much and I love learning how to edit new different types of videos. Mm. And I do think having a high quality works, but maybe it does intimidate people sometime and they think I'm trying to be something which I don't know about that. I just, no, I, no I, well, I don't know. I don't know about other people, but I know that I felt like I was stepping into your world. It was so foreign right. to me. Yeah, yeah, And you were like, so you just knew your shit, do you know? Yeah. And it was like stepping into this, you were so powerful and knew everything, do you know? Oh, gosh. And then, yeah, but that's the impression. Do you know, yeah. you, you know, like I'm coming along, I don't know jack about social media, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to use it. Do you um, think that's a good thing though? Or is it a bad thing? What? Like, that impression that you got of me do you think that like inspired good, a good thing yeah absolutely you? good thing but then yeah. it's like it bolsters it or it tur- turbo boosts it to realize along the way that just at that moment where you're starting to get disheartened because you're getting confused and you don't understand and there's a new platform coming along that a billion kids just signed up to and you're like I just got the hang of the last one now there's a yeah. new one to focus on and you come along and you're like I get shit wrong constantly. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm I retried my edit fifteen times and gave yeah. up. You know. Yeah. So I think I think that was perfect to learn that mm-hmm. you are working away on things behind the scenes and that yeah. you don't just have this everything's flawless. Mm-hmm. Do you know? It's like 
yeah, there's a professional sort of impact that you have whenever you explain and show and describe yeah. at, the, at the beginning, but then later you sort of also make people aware that you aren't this complete boss at all of it. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody is. Yeah. Do you know? But that's the thing. I don't know anyone that is. Like, yeah. no matter how many people I've talked to. And I think, as, like I've said this to you earlier, failure is, you know, the quickest way to grow. And I'm a big believer in that. Like, I failed at podcasting twice. It's my third time doing it. Now I've got the grips of it. And I know exactly how to produce episodes at scale, fast, but make the conversations fit me and fit mm -hmm. my brand. And as I said, like, I don't care whatsoever about this idea of professionalism because I am who I am. I am my business. I am my product. I am my service. And people do connect with people. Every single one of us is flawed in some way, shape or form. We all have our traumas. We all have our, our mental health issues. Um, so I think the more open and honest you can be about that, the more you can connect with the person on the other side of the screen, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I just love it. <laughs> so yeah, next question, right? One superpower you wish you had? Uh, time travel. Really? Mm. Why? Why time travel? Oh my God. Where would you go? Future. Future? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the very distant past. Just learn, learn fucking everything. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. like, it's, right, so. We might have to turn this. <laughs> the whirling so noise of like the nearby overheat. laptop. Um, Sorry, yeah, time travel. Right, so so like you can read a book, yeah, and you can learn from the book, yeah. But time travel grants you access to the unknowable. Yeah, it makes it knowable. Like okay. like prehistory, pre writing, we we don't really have a record of anything. Instead of seeing Hamilton on Broadway, I could go and actually witness it in person. Jump back and see how it really went down. Mm. Right, jump forwards. What's the song from Hamilton? No one else was in the room when it happened. I would be in the room when it happened. Yeah. There you go. So I mean, anyone who's a Hamilton fan will get that. Sorry, I'm obsessed at the moment. I've watched it three times in the past, like the weekend, because it was on Disney Plus. Anyways, yep. How, how, <laughs> could, how, how could you not though be in love with the idea of jumping back or forwards in time? I think it it scares me. Like, do what if I wasn't satisfied? If I jumped into the future, hmm. what if I wasn't satisfied with my life or the world? That would scare the crap out of me. Because then you go back to normal time and you're like, holy shit. I can't do anything to change the future. There's only two ways. It always has to go the way it went. Mm. And time travel just loops back to the same same timelines. Mm -hmm. Or it all splinters and you can change everything. And in which case there's just fucking multiple splinters. So yeah. all you have to do is watch some of uh, some time travel movies and you realize that it's always either self-fulfilling prophecies yeah. or else it's complete and utter splinters with loads of control. So either you're completely powerless or you have total control to change everything. Either way, grand, go yeah. with it. So time travel. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> was I meant to answer that for myself or for you? For you. No, you oh, need to okay. answer for yourself. Oh, right. Okay. It was just you the first question that yeah, you, yeah. You, you, you upside down because yeah. I just went with that there. No, you did it for yourself. <laughs> I actually, I don't know. I think I, oh, what would I do? What would I, what would I do? I, I, I think reading another person's mind, potentially. Mm, I, that's, that. that's, I find that scary. Really? I don't want to know. I think I would do that because it would give me more understanding of other people, their wants, their needs, and then how I could help fulfill that. Yeah. Are there any potential problems with that? Definitely. <laughs> but I think there's a, a lot more potential plus sides to, okay. to, you know what I mean? Like figuring out how I could help them in their, in their business, which then could make me more profitable because then I can figure out exactly what the problem is. Like, 
if I tell a client, for example, you should be on video more, um, I can usually guess like they're pretty nervous about it, mm. but pinpointing the exact reason that they're nervous about being on camera, I would love to know that. You'd, you'd, you'd turn a lot of um, psychological professionals out of business overnight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Imagine that. I think you'd go crazy within within days. I think, I think reading I think so. other people's minds would, how do you filter it? Yes. Too much. That's true. I mean, you just be able to travel to another country at any time, but then I feel like your answer is much better when it comes to going back in time because the, tr- the yeah. trouble the trouble with going back in time is it's not going back in place or forward in place. Mm-hmm. It, I'd still be here in Lurgan. Yeah. So I would be in Lurgan like circa. You oh know, yeah, the, so the you la- couldn't really go to New York and see the revolution happening. Then. I'd still have to travel. I'd still I'd like I have to. Yeah. I'd have to go to the place and then time travel. So maybe mine would, I would up yours and I say I could travel in time to any place. So I could travel to any time and place. So we do, we're doing like superhero teamwork? Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Teamwork makes dream work. Exactly. Perfect. <laughs> right. Um, so this one is... Real Life X-Men. I did a blog, I did a blog called The Real Life X-Men. Oh. Yeah. Was this about physio and how people yeah, it was about, to be superheroes it was about pe- themselves? It was about my patients who have genetic mutations that make their tissues incredibly flexible to the point of dislocation. Wow. But how that builds mental robustness in the long run because you have, have to that. face that constantly. I don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next question you have to answer about me and I'll answer about you. All right, okay. We've kind of touched on this a little bit, but based on what you know about me, does my social media accurately reflect who I am and why or why not? Yes, I think so. Okay. Um, I think I think you explained that perfectly like three and a half minutes ago. Okay. The professionalism, mm-hmm. um, you're not so worried about, mm-hmm. but the perfectionism is is out there. Like visually, your stuff is terrific. Thank you. And then you wanna, if somebody's gonna bother their ass to read it, you're gonna put the personal in there with it. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Um, I don't. I have a completely different flavor with what I'm trying to do than what you're trying to do. Like everybody, yeah. yeah you told me to put my own spin on it, but it's like your style is like an aspiration for so many people like you you, you know let make it look really good make it sound really good and make it authentic mm-hmm. do you know um and you mentioned earlier like big brands like coca-cola and i think do you remember we were doing your fitness event day yes and you mentioned some big brands mm-hmm. and you were like what do you think of when you when when, when i name this brand yeah but you'll always have people who go against the flow. You'll always have people who are like, no matter how much everybody loves that brand, I'll just fucking not like it because everybody does like it. And yeah. there's a couple of people in the room, mm-hmm. right? Because I remember you named a particular global coffee brand. Starbucks. Can you just say it? <laughs> Starbucks. All right. I'm used to listening to the BBC where they're always like, and other brands are available. No. <laughs> so there's a podcast, so it's a private entity. Yeah. You named Starbucks. Uh, what does everybody think of? And two guys in the back were like, shitty coffee. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you you could be technically right. I think their coffee's okay. I like their coffee. Yeah, so. I, I think I think I will. I sometimes even buy it from the store, from yeah. the from the supermarket. Nespresso blonde roast. Coffee, um, like, love that. But you'll always get people who go against the grain. So yeah. I guess um, I look at I look at the way that you set up your branding and the way that it reflects yourself and your own personal sort of approach to things. And I think it's. If you're a person who likes to go against the grain for a big multinational, mm-hmm. I think you really connect with that with you. you. If you're a person who still likes Coca-Cola and Tesla and Starbucks, mm-hmm. I think you really connect with that and you. So I think you get the best of both worlds out of that. Thank you. Do you know? Yeah. Does that make any sense? It does, yeah. Good. It does. I think you are doing amazing, personally. And I think you are growing more into it every day. 
and I definitely see progress every single month in the type of content you're putting out and the more personal you get with your experiences and your client experiences where you show testimonials but then like your podcast for example I think is a great way for people to get to know you more Mm. and get to know your business more Mm. and I think you'll see results from that I mean I think you're doing a fantastic job in social media and I think even not you think I know looking back on whenever I first met you Mm -hmm. to now like the the change uh is unbelievable it's amazing thank you very much it's very kind of you to say I think it just don't treat it like a problem yeah exactly (laughs) treat it it like a solution yeah it used to be it used to be like a mental block because everything was a problem yeah but you carry you carry your negativity into that then Mm -hmm. you overthink everything and just get some stuff out there imperfect yeah any business listening that's actually a really good point social media is not your problem you shouldn't be like oh what do i post or how do i reach people social media is your solution mm. like no matter what you post someone out there will relate to it mm-hmm. um and you shouldn't be afraid to be authentic because people are going to have an opinion of you and the people better. who the people who love you anyway just can't get enough of it so exactly just keep giving it to them exactly okay next one best book that you've read <sighs> one Okay, so I have to give a big shout out to, I interviewed an international best-selling author for one of my podcast episodes mm-hmm. called wow. Vibar Craig and Reed. And uh, I told him like on the phone call before we hit record, I was like, Vibar, I am fangirling on you right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, he's written a couple of brilliant books. And I, I love, I I don't read fiction. Was that the question, books? Yeah, yeah. Books. Uh, So I don't read fiction. I, I, I like I like science, I like nonfiction. Um, so Vibar wrote um, a couple of bestsellers. Footnotes was all about running and the human form and how it's evolved and how primates and humans have always run and we were meant to run. But then he, he went a step further with a really, really detailed book called Primate Change, mm-hmm. and a, a pun on climate change, but all about how the modern world and the modern environment does not suit our DNA and our biology and the fact that we are still animals. Yeah. We like to think that we're highly evolved humans, but we're just ape cousins. Mm-hmm. And uh, and how when we recognize what artificial light and artificial environments and concrete is doing to us, at least we can take measures. And you said, oh, Declan Physio is really into plants. Well, kind of that came from that book. I mean, yeah. you fill your environment with plants because if you're just gonna look at LED lights all day and concrete walls, you're gonna see them. Well, your brain is, is your brain is programmed to see green and blue. So you know, blue natural skies and green environments, and green is the middle of the visual spectrum, as he writes, quoting him. So it's it's the it's a place where your eyes relax. Mm-hmm. It, it, your 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 you know your neurotransmitters and your hormones are changed by that data input. So filling your house with plants is a really simple, really easy, really inexpensive way to give your brain what it wants, which mm-hmm. is to feel comfortable and normal. And we talked earlier about mental health and we said, if you don't recognize, how can you improve? If you want to feel happier and you want to feel healthier, we'll start to recognize, well, here's something good, here's something bad. Let's keep the good thing going. Let's improve the bad thing. Yeah, why am I feeling ways that I'm feeling? Plants help us feel better without us even knowing it. So yeah. fucking buy some plants. If you're listening to this and you're not that. happy, stick more green shit in your house and you're going to feel a little bit more relaxed currently working on redoing my bedroom and i'm going to put lots of plants into it also. yes all right yeah. it's gonna make you feel happy Love okay it. and name them and talk to them and um get weird all right yeah. uh, so primate change great book amazing book yeah amazing okay so apart from plants then <laughs> what do you crave more of like ever yeah everything oh to know to know yeah that's a good answer just to, like everything yeah. I want to know about everything. Mm-hmm. Like I can't. Like you see, 
<laughs> and a dead wasp earlier upstairs. And I was like, I wish I had a magnifying glass. I really want to inspect this. Dead wasp. I, it, yeah, it's, I, like, but that can be anything. That can, I, I want to know how everything is made. I want to know how everything got to how, the way that it is. I want to know how people arrived at every country in the world. I want to know everything about everything. And that's not possible. Yeah. But like Einstein said, I, I really need to not butcher this quote. Um, uh, the cure for boredom is curiosity there is no Love cure for that. curiosity so mm -hmm. just be curious and stay curious like you're going to be happy if you can just keep looking for knowledge and be inquisitive and, and just be like a child just be like a child seeing the world for the first time um, that sounds really cheesy and really weird but it's like no but I, I mean I completely relate with that yeah completely and I think a lot of people listening will as well like that's for me like more so than ever now I just want to know yeah, I don't but, care what it's about. Yeah, just about so I know something more about something. That's my thing. I feel like the most confident, amazing version of myself whenever I'm learning and whenever I'm developing because it makes me feel like I have knowledge that other people don't, so I can bring more to the table <laughs> and, and beat them. <laughs> literally, I'm not even joking. And I'm, when do you know what it came from as well? I was I was part of um, Lean In. I don't know if a lot of people have heard of Lean In. Lean In was developed by Sheryl Sandberg, who's the CEO of Facebook, and it was to help women, you know, become more noticed almost for me become more noticed in the workplace mm -hmm. um and yeah for whenever i realized that it was going to be harder for me in a lot of roles to get jobs mm -hmm. you know being female being young and i faced a lot of ageism for example um i was like right the more knowledge i have the more valuable i become mm -hmm. so that's why i started this whole read one book a week thing mm -hmm. um and i'm really really trying to do it and uh, the more that I read, the more the better I feel. And if I am not learning, mm -hmm. like I said to you this earlier as well, it's like the past three days, I haven't picked up my books, haven't mm -hmm. picked up a book. And this morning I woke up just feeling like a bit of self-doubt creeping, a bit of like burnout. And like, am I really good enough to be having all of these clients? And I know in my heart that I am. But whenever I start, I stop, you know, I stop learning and I stop consuming. I start to feel like there's people out there that could be doing it better than me. Mm -hmm. And it, it leads back to the, my, one of my favorite quotes, which is, you know, the opposite of fear and doubt is knowledge and study. The more that I study, the more that I learn, the less fearful and doubtful I am mm -hmm. of my, you know, my talents. Like whenever you're learning, you're you're improving yourself. Learning is growth. Yeah. And and I was a guest on another podcast, which was a coaching podcast, and mm -hmm. and, and the host asked me, you know, what do you think? What do you think of continuing professional development about yeah. your lifelong learning? And, and my response was, in any field whatsoever, if you think you're done learning, why not just pack up and die? Yeah. Why not? What are you waiting for? What's Love left? It. Love it. <laughs> Do you know, like, yeah. where is your enthusiasm or your lust for life? Where, mm -hmm. Where is your vibrance or energy for anything if you think that you're done, like you're a closed book, you're yeah. full, you've got everything that you need to get? I don't... And, and there are people like that. There are people sitting at home who aren't listening to this because they're, they're just... The TV's on in the background and they're smoking 100 cigarettes a day, putting on a ton of weight, just lying in misery. But maybe they're feeling that way because they give up at some point and they're done and, and they're just the, the growth has stopped and the learning and the the, the 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 want for knowledge has stopped but look at how fucking amazing we are we are ape cousins and we manage to to go to every corner of the planet the deepest point of the ocean we escape the atmosphere and we jumped on yeah. a little white dot that's beside the blue and green dot do you know we're going to go to the red dot yeah. like how on earth did we do all this well we 
fucking learn shit and then we we taught each other and, and we all worked together to work on the next project yeah. i think it's the most amazing thing ever that we were we weren't much different from all of the other primates and there was a little bit of a change and all of a sudden we pivoted in this new direction mm -hmm. and it was just all knowledge 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 so yeah if you feel like knowledge isn't for you you don't really fit in with the rest of the race and i feel like having that <laughs> yes i feel like having that knowledge makes you happier as well yeah honestly i do and um it's part of the reason why i love doing this podcast is because i am interviewing such variety of people like total variety all fields because there's always something you can learn from someone mm. you know mm. um so that's yeah i mean i think it, it's whenever i'm i'm reading and i'm learning or i'm i'm consuming something new like even watching hamilton like the musical on disney plus like i felt unreal watching it because i was like i am learning about the american revolution but i am also enjoying a musical mm -hmm. and you know if i could create something like lin manuel miranda did with hamilton i would be happy forever mm -hmm. you know being able to entertain and educate at the same time is my ultimate goal so um you didn't ask me this, but I yeah. think I've, I just felt like I wanted to talk about it. It's but only just conversations. Great, good. We can talk it's about a anything. To talk about poop. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I, I, I do love the sciencey stuff, and I, mm -hmm. like you know, I do. I love all the really sciencey stuff. But I think, I think, like science is so pure. It's a fundamental. It's the pursuit of truth. It's mm -hmm. shining a big and a light into the dark of the unknown. And um, I think when you when you have good scientific basis, when you give kids good scientific logic and reason and all the stuff that Spock did at Star Trek, you know, logic and reason, mm -hmm. give them a framework so that every piece of knowledge you get after, you know how to critique and you know how to sort of filter the bullshit from the real. And it's really crap that we're living in a time now where we have a ton of people who have a little bit of education, mm -hmm. do you know, and, and there's so much information out there and there's so many people who are willing to spread nonsense mm -hmm. that a little, it, there's a really unfortunate situation where I think you have people who are, who are intelligent people who end up down this crazy, crazy line of thinking that is nonsense and mm -hmm. complete nonsense because they haven't got the internal skills to differentiate when they learn something new, whether it's actually real or not, mm -hmm. do you know? So we, we have, there's a, there's a great Netflix film, which is about the Flat Earth Society, and I don't know if you've seen it or familiar I with it. I haven't, but I've, I've, I've seen the trailer, but I haven't watched it. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. And I, I go back to this all the time about the Flat Earthers, because I think it's the pinnacle of stupid, yeah. which is perfectly intelligent people mm -hmm. who think the Earth is flat. And they've started upside down on learning, like, because everything new that they add, all the new information and all of the knowledge that you give to them, everything they read, consume, view, comes through a filter, which is to reinforce the the, the, the error that started at the beginning, mm -hmm. do you know? I think I think when you start full of wonder, I can't wait to, figure, to find out what I find out, mm -hmm. rather than going, here's what I know, and I'm just gonna pick and choose the knowledge along the way or the information along the way to reinforce my existing misconception. Yeah. And we're living in a time now where this is everywhere. We have loads and loads of crazy conspiracies, crazy cults, crazy flat earthers. Mm -hmm. um, there's more information than ever. But if you really want to know, figure out how science works a bit. Mm -hmm. Figure out how 
things like logical biases and, and cognitive errors and things like that figure out how you are misled because humans are easily misled our brains are easily tricked and fooled that's why magic is amazing because they learn how to trick us mm-hmm. um, but magic is science it's just we don't understand how they did it um, so I, I, do, I do still put a huge amount of faith in the fact that scientific literacy is the way to have the best knowledge in the long run mm-hmm. that you can recognise bullshit when you see it so I think that's important very I love that absolutely love that one last question okay. for the podcast what would you title this chapter in your life <sighs> uh, you gasp a lot whenever I ask these questions you're like <gasps> do, do you know what to be very honest dramatic. it has to, this is I how it has it. to be is that the, this chapter is going to be pivot to profit wow right? I like that because how how can I keep doing what I want to do well and mm-hmm. what, what I want to do honestly and what I want to do um, with good efficacy if you can't turn a profit and be proud of that and reinvest it in the process, you're going to go out of business. Yeah. So as a private entity that does a really good thing and a really good service, I have to be profitable. Yeah. I can't be ashamed or embarrassed about that. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning that more and more. Yeah. The people who are too good to to turn over a profit or too, eth- I don't know if the ethical is the right word, but like the people who don't do it, mm-hmm. don't last and can't last. Yeah. You've got bills to pay, you've got mouths to feed, you've got staff to employ, you've got a project that you want to make work. You have to earn pounds and dollars. Yeah. And I have to be better at that now because I've mm-hmm. done a really good job at the foundations of a business yeah. and it's very successful. But if I can't actually grow the pounds in the bank, how can I reinvest in the new equipment that I want to provide for the patients yeah. later in the line? So I think it's being not embarrassed about profitability is key to sustainability. Yeah. And big corporations aren't the big enemy that every that a lot of people like to think they are. Mm-hmm. They just got really good at turning the profit. But like, the, you talked about Disney today. Yeah, Disney Plus is fucking great. It's yeah. amazing. It's class. And I was skeptical. I didn't think that they could take away from Netflix and launch their own platform. And they did a great job at it. And it's four K all the time. Yeah. Right. But in order to do that, they had to have a research and development wing that they didn't have before. They didn't do streaming platforms. They made it, right? And in order to be able to do projects like that or other field projects or the projects that you make successful, you have to have enough profit margin to play with. Mm -hmm. So you can't be a successful company overnight. You have to build it. But in order to continue to be a successful company, you have to have enough profit margin to play with the next project and, mm-hmm. and have the odd hit and the odd fail and still have enough room to wiggle to keep going and provide for your customers, your patients and your staff. So I guess pivot to profit. I love that. That's an incredible chapter title, by the way. Also, you're not alone in that. Like I've started talking about this a lot more. When I run the summit, I earn very, very little money. Mm-hmm. There's been times where I've been like meeting with a client being like, can I afford to buy me and this client coffee right now or is my car going to get declined? Shit like it's definitely happened Mm. and then coming out like the point of me running the summit is so that i can you know gain more clients from that Mm -hmm. and then as soon as we finished the summit we went into lockdown Mm -hmm. quarantine Mm. um so that for me was like a lot of businesses were unsure were they even going to be able to remain open never mind you know being able to make money never mind focus on social media marketing Mm -hmm. like a lot of them are very much focused on like right how do i Mm. sell right now even though i'm not open Mm -hmm. um so i had to retrain myself into what i'm offering like how do i tell brands to tell better stories and then how do i make money from that and for like april when is it was like march april march april i was earning very very little money and then all of a sudden there was a boom 
and like the past two weeks have been the busiest I've had in like a year mm-hmm. just from businesses so I mean I think everyone is very much not I think everyone goes through it definitely especially building the business like it's not just a roller coaster it's a roller coaster and then a hurricane comes along while you're on that roller coaster and all of a sudden you're shaking mm. and you're like am i going to get pulled into this hurricane right now or am i going to get over the hill and go down and enjoy the roller coaster you know what i mean yeah, yeah. so um everyone goes through it no like, and, and and you see the web of businesses like how all these different businesses interact like you know my business needs your business and your business needs you know other business to come up with you and yeah. all these businesses who pay each other little amounts of money in order to create you know you, you need to get out of another business what you need for your business and there's yeah. a web of relationships but we all need to succeed in mm-hmm. the market otherwise yeah. all of the all the list of services that everybody provides disappears if we're not all Turning a profit, you know, mm-hmm. earning it, you know, being able to buy a coffee in order to schmooze a client, mm-hmm. necessary, not a perk. Yeah, like one hundred percent needed. Yeah, and and if when you're on the verge of not knowing if that's affordable, you're on the verge of closing. And yeah. I've been, I'm, I'm still there now. Yeah. We're all just coming out of a global lockdown where not only uh, have I increased the borrowing margin that I work off, mm-hmm. but I have to be able to look at it and go well. Is any of this going to be worth this in the long run if I just close? Yeah. Do you know? If I'm just left with a balance that I owe to lenders and close the whole project down and just yeah. go back to a nine to five and clock in the shitty jobs, it was all pointless. Yeah. So, yeah, I think dedicating your energy to, yeah, it's not selfish. It's not selfish. It's not selfish to prioritize. No. Your business has to be doing well, or you can't keep helping your other businesses. Not do you know? So yeah, it's really important. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it comes down to self-awareness as well. Like self-awareness and understanding of, you know, really looking deep into why your business is not succeeding. Mm. Um, habits and clientele, how you're reaching them. There's so many things that I could go into talking about this, but if I do, this podcast will be five hours long. Yo, um, the five hour <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Another day for sure. For sure. Okay. <laughs> um, but we're not, like, I don't think anyone's alone in it. I think anyone who runs a business goes through it. I know a lot of my friends that are business owners that are going through it or have been through it. And I am literally just coming out of this tunnel right now where I'm over not overwhelmed. I'm in a really good place with clients. Um, that's why I haven't read a book in the past three days. Like, I'm still <laughs> just trying to figure out that balance. But um, it's definitely a challenge for sure. Like, when you're at your highest, there are things you need to sacrifice. When you're at your lowest, there are things you wish you had. Mm. Um, and I'm I'm very much like the title of my my chapter would be figuring it out because I am literally just figuring it out every single day, and I'm learning more every single day. That'll help me in life, help me in business, and um, yeah, that would be the chapter of this. I like that as a chapter title. Yeah, that I can I can sort of see that in in, yeah. in scribe writing. Yeah. On your on your chapter list. Really? Figuring it out. Love it. It's chapter four, isn't it? Uh, yeah, potentially, actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, could be. Love it. I love it. So that's me, like, just figuring out what makes me happiest and how I can learn and develop myself as much as possible and then how I can, again, grow a profitable business. Yeah. It's a bit, and, and, and what I like about your chapter of your book, this, um, which could potentially be a real book for you, but right now it's a, an imaginary book for me, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> is um, it's a lot more realistic than um, Eat, Pray, Love. Eat, Love, Pray. Love, love, love eat, Pray, pray love. eat. Eat, Pray, Love. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Why is it unrealistic for you? 
What? The book. My book? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's hypothetical, maybe not unrealistic. Okay. If I wasn't so dick flex kick, dick flex kick. Yeah, you're very funny. Very funny. A little funny. Yeah. It isn't fair that that's such a hard word to spell for people. Yeah. That's not like that's ironic. It is quite ironic. <laughs> I have a couple of dis. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. I have a couple of d- dyslexic friends. Uh, they're gonna wet themselves up if they listen to this as well. If they heard me not being able to pronounce it for a second, you've messed with my brain now. They're gonna wet themselves. Yeah, but they're gonna laugh. If they, if oh, they happy days. Yeah, I thought they were also incontinent. No, that's offensive. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Two incontinent people. Oh, stop. We're getting into some grounds where someone's gonna cancel me over something. Or women's health physio here can really help people who have got incontinence. Men and women, she does men and women. Okay. All right, so if you've got, an incontin- if you've got incontinence and you're listening, I knocked over a microphone, sorry. Um, then yeah, give us a call, we can help. There you go. So I think I'm gonna wrap up the podcast there. Yeah, it's a good note to end on for sure. Yeah, okay. perfect note to end on. Um, I hope everyone has enjoyed listening to Declan. You can find Declan at? Pendulum Physio. There you go. So go check them out if you're from Northern Ireland um, or if you're really rich and you want to fly somewhere to get physio. Um, I'm doing loads of like online video calls and like oh, telehealth. Oh yeah, so from anywhere? Like, I have patients right now in Australia, New there Zealand, Abu Dhabi, um, North Fair America. Enough. So So if you need physiotherapy. Anywhere. Anywhere in the world. <laughs> if you are from anywhere in the world, do you hear that? Clear enough. I'd, um, love, I'd love a patient in Antarctica. Antarctica. Yeah, I'd love like somebody from the British Antarctic Survey to phone up and go like, listen. I don't know if I've I got have. Got a cold back. I don't think I. <laughs> I don't think I have listeners in Antarctica, but if I do, um, I'm sorry, and if I offended you by not knowing that you were there, um, thank you very much for listening. Bye. Well, that goes to everyone. It's not just the people that are in Antarctica or not in Antarctica. This is not making <laughs> sense, but. Anyone that is listening, thank you so, so much for listening to the Only Just Conversations podcast. I will see you in the next episode. If you are a new listener, go binge the rest of the episodes and uh, give me your listen time. <laughs> thank you so much. And bye. We gon' break bread right now. You can get fed right now. Pipe down. Travel the world, live and learn. Never know when it might be your turn. Take a chance and believe it. Bleed it when the dream come, you seize it. Until the dream becomes the air that you breathe, and that's how bad you need it. Over here, ain't no quitting, ain't no reason, ain't no switching. That's how we live. Tune in, turn it up, and make sure you listen. Over here, ain't no quitting, ain't no reason, ain't no switching. Even though we just talking. Tune in, turn up and listen Ah yeah, ah yeah, ah yeah These are only just conversations Yeah, yeah These are only just conversations Yeah, yeah These are only just conversations What you listening to? Only just conversation 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 conversation.